A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. Beautiful places where every week Neil Humphreys, award-winning author and columnist, uh, speaks about somewhere special within our lovely island. And this week, Neil, it's rather broad, and I, I like that. Singapore, city in a garden. In 2013, Singapore commemorated 50 years of greening Singapore because uh, Singapore's Garden City journey began in 1963 when then Prime Minister Lee Kuan Yew planted a mempet tree signifying the start of the greening campaign. And, and you and I love the outdoors with our families. We love jogging and biking and whatever else, going for walks. Uh, and we forget sometimes how lucky we are to be surrounded by greenery. So where do you think Singapore is in this journey? At least I forget because I, I live at East Coast and I, I think sometimes I take it for granted until I go away somewhere like India and I'm realizing, wow, to have an uh, East Coast park on your doorstep, this wonderful garden, 40 kilometers or whatever else, it's a great thing. It is a great thing. And um, yeah, I want to focus on green spaces and the green spaces in Singapore because they are, as you say, quite rightly, little jewels, uh, little jewels in our little crown that we have here. My issue is this. Okay, the reason I pick green spaces specifically mm. is because there is a beautiful green space in Bangkok, uh, close to where I live. Now, Bangkok, for our listeners will know that it was, well, first it was a plantation. It was a rubber plantation. And then after that, it pretty much just gave itself away to forests and, uh, and, and green spaces. There was kampongs there. There's only one left mm. now. Uh, it, was, it was a kampong until yeah. very recently. Um, in, in fact, the 80s, there were still several kampongs left in Bangkok. Now there's only one. And so in the time that I've been there and before that, we have seen these green spaces slowly disappear. And there's one green space left, and it's by the uh, MRT, by yeah. the MRT station. And the reason I love this uh, green space is that weekends you see cricketers. Mm. You know, you see the, mm. the, our wonderful construction workers come out. They play cricket. In the evenings, you see the, the local guys organize a sort of uh, pick-em-up soccer game, football yeah, yeah. Ma- match. Kick around. You see uh, egrets, birds doing their thing. And I love these little pockets of greenery that we have around Singapore that essentially do nothing. They're just there. They just sit there. And green spaces are so important for so many reasons. Mm. They give you know, families a chance to picnic. I remember the green space at uh, Orchard Turn, which is now Ion. The, the, the Filipinos yes, yes, would yeah, have yeah, their picnics yeah. there. That's gone. I remember green spaces in Topayu where I used to play football. They're gone. So you can see where I'm going with this. And green spaces are so important. Green spaces was where I had my first kiss. It's where many <laughs> Singaporeans, I'm sure, yeah. have their first kiss yeah. because you can't do it in your apartment. Yeah. You don't have a garden. <laughs> There's no real space. Yeah. Uh, no, my f- so all those green spaces, I think, make lots of babies. Mm. And I can't help feeling that one of the reasons our birth rates are declining is because we are doing away with green spaces and so I come back to Bangkok and I just saw just about a week or so ago that the fences have gone up Mm. and the last green space in Bangkok is going to become an executive condominium Mm. now I know the caveat to that the caveat to that is but we are greener than ever before. Yeah, that's uh, what I was going to say because we look uh, everywhere. There are more park connectors. There's more parks. You know, there's different areas that we can explore. But you're talking more about the green spaces within urban concentrations. Yeah, because it's how you define greenery. Now, if you look at the URA website, as I did, and they, look, a key strategy 
for Singapore's urban planning is to ensure that we have accessible green spaces. Mm. My issue with that is how do you define the green spaces? Now, I think that in the last 10, 12 years, the park connector network is staggeringly good and will get better. I think by 2030, they're going to complete the round island route, which means the entire country will be connected by park connectors. It's it's wonderful. Mm. It's absolutely wonderful. Now, I use the park connectors all the time. And the one beside my place that goes along the Sarangoon Reservoir to the Pongal Reservoir is brilliant. But it's getting slimmer and slimmer, Jason. Mm-hmm. So it's almost a mirage that if you step away from that park connector and you walk three meters behind the trees, you meet a construction site. Mm. And so it can give this illusion. I can take someone. In fact, I have a friend arriving tomorrow and I'm going to take them on a 20 kilometer bike ride mm-hmm. where they'll see nothing but green spaces. How good is that? But it's a slight illusion Mm. because it's a very thin green skin. And I just fear that we've got to be careful that we maintain other green spaces that are just green. They do nothing. Mm. They are nothing. They're just just there to play football, to throw frisbees, to have picnics, to fly kites, to have cricket games on the weekends, you know. And I just find it slightly worrying that... A place like Buncock, when this green space goes, there'll be none left. Yeah. There'll be none left in the whole of Buncock. But, again, the caveat is, ah, but the URA has Landscaping for Urban Spaces and High Rises, which is an acronym, LUSH. You see what they did there? <laughs> LUSH. The LUSH program, which mm. is a wonderful thing. What is it? It means that new buildings have to be eco-efficient. Rooftop gardens. Mm. You've seen these new buildings now. They have gardens on the roofs. They have what I call green skins, which is like they have membranes that come down the sides Mm. of buildings, which means new buildings have planters, which is tiny balconies where they can put green plants. So it gives the illusion of a green skin Mm. on these buildings. Mm -hmm. And some of them are wonderful. Don't get me wrong. Some of them are wonderful. But I can't really kiss a girlfriend on somebody else's balcony. (laughs) I can't really fly a kite on somebody else's condo. You know, I can't really set up a cricket game Mm. on the roof of a building on the 22nd floor. Yes. So I just think, you know, we have to be a little bit careful. I know you can come up with all kinds of statistics. For example, right opposite my place, there used to be a green space. That's all it was, just grass. Same thing, dog walking, jogging, cycling, kite flying, picnicking. Mm. Green space is still there. But they have since planted what must be 200 trees in that space. Right. Which I'm sure satisfies certain criteria for ah. the number of trees we must have. Mm. Well, apart from, I don't know, making a sequel to the Blair Witch Project, <laughs> running in and out of the trees, mm. there's nothing you can do there yeah. anymore because yeah. there's trees planted every two meters. Mm. So we must not take our green spaces of Singapore for granted. This idea that it's just a green space, it doesn't do anything. That's the point. Mm, leave it mm. to people's imagination. Just leave that green space. You don't have to stick a path through it. You don't have to stick a million trees in it. You don't have to put fake waterfalls and fountains there. Mm. Sometimes the best green spaces are just green spaces and leave it up to the imagination of, of the people to use them. You know, mm. And we still have a lot. You've yeah. got them at East Coast Park. You've got them on the West Coast Park. And I just see that Buangkok are losing theirs. Senkang haven't got many left. So it's a plea, really. Can we please keep whatever green spaces we have? And you don't have to over-design them, over-manufacture them, mm. you know, manicure them. 
you can just leave them for green spaces and give me somewhere to kiss my wife, yeah. please, <laughs> in know, privacy. Yeah, no, yeah, I think, look, uh, uh, the way I introduced this segment was more about the, uh, you know, Singapore city in the garden, but you're talking about a different issue, and I, and I do take that on board because, you know, living on the East Coast, I go to the Upper East Coast, mm-hmm. uh, Badok Camp, that area used to have a lot of different green spaces, yep. and they are going because of the MRT construction and also the, the built building of new condos and yep. stations and all that. Yep. So noticeably in the last couple of years, that Upper East Coast area has really changed, and you've lived up that way too. Yes, absolutely. So that's my point really, that we have to sometimes recognise that beautiful spaces are not just fancy, you know, Singapore flyers and, mm. and, and Marina Barrage, all of which are wonderful, yeah. all of which we've spoken of in the past. When you lose your green spaces, apart from the obvious thing, you know, you lose a little green lung, you lose something psychologically. You just lose that, oh, mm. this space, mm. freedom to yeah. breathe, yeah. just eyes. You improve your eyesight for a start. There's yep. a reason why Singapore has the highest myopia rate in the world. We can't see anything. Mm. There are buildings literally yes. blocking every viewpoint. So our eyes are constantly focused on the near and not the far. Mm. That's a fact, by the way. That, yep. That's been proven. Mm-hmm. Our eyes are not trained often enough to look far. There's something wonderful about just seeing a horizon, yep. just seeing space, just seeing openness mm. rather than just a building. Yep. So Whatever green spaces we have, I know it's nobody knows more than me. I've done the research. I know it's a juggling act. I know we're a small city, but we must try to remember that those green spaces in every town, in every housing estate in Singapore are so precious Mm. and so beautiful that we must do all we can. If we can't save all of them, preserve as many as we can and utilize what we have. Because as I say, yes, our architecture is wonderful. And I think it's amazing, the green initiatives. But I can't climb somebody else's condo if I want to have a little bit of fun time with my wife. I can't go on somebody else's condo to have a picnic with my daughter. Keep the green spaces. All right. Keep it green. That's the message uh, from Neil Humphreys. And we'll have more from him. This has been our beautiful places segment right here on Money FM 89.3.